Does my girlfriend's number matter? I have lost track of the number of times I have received this question over the years. Does the number of people my girlfriend had sex with matter? Is this important? Is there a number that's too high? Is there a number that I should be concerned about? I've received this question a lot over the years. I've dealt with this question in hundreds, literally, of one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with men over the years. There's a lot of nonsense, frankly, I think, around this question online. And in today's video, I'm going to share a way to think about this question that you maybe haven't considered before and will ultimately help you answer this question for yourself in a way that actually makes sense, in a way that's actually helpful. My name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, you can find all of that at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, does my girlfriend's number, in quotation marks, matter? You know, if you Google this question, or if you go you know, looking around on the internet, if you go looking around on YouTube, you're gonna find a lot of very polarized opinions. You're gonna find a lot of extreme opinions. In fact, I will probably end up disabling comments on this post because I get bored with all of the, uh, you know, the he-men and the manly men and the red pill guys who reach out to me and who uh, are proclaiming from the rooftops about how alpha they are, um, because I think it's boring, frankly. I'm not interested really in engaging with ideologues, uh, but the red pill is a, a huge topic that I don't have time to get into now. But basically, if you're a guy looking for some clarity on this question for yourself, it's tough. It's a very polarizing question. And by the way, I'm using the genders that I'm using in this video because I have received this question almost exclusively from men over the years, straight men in relationships. I can count probably on one hand the number of women who've asked me if their husband's number matters or if their boyfriend's number matters. That said, I'm sure if there's women struggling with this question, I think you'll also find this useful. So to answer a few objections or questions right off the start, I'm not gonna give you my number that I think is outrageous because what is a high number for me as a man in my personal life, a high number, may not be a high number for you and vice versa. We're all different. We all have different goals. We all have different values. We all have different standards. And that's a good thing. As you know, if you've been watching this channel for a while, I'm a big advocate for having standards in your dating life, being extremely picky when it comes to the person you invite into your dating life on a long-term basis. So if you ask me if your girlfriend's number matters, my answer is yes, with a very important caveat. So when I get on these coaching calls with a lot of men in relationships, particularly boyfriends, typically not married, but some married men as well, they ask me this question. We sort of, you know, throw some ideas back and forth. I ask them more questions. I go a little deeper. Fundamentally, the issue for a lot of these guys, if you were to boil it down, is impulse control. Does my girlfriend or wife have impulse control? Is impulse control important? And my answer to that is absolutely. And if you ask me which is more important, my girlfriend's number or impulse control, I will say every time that impulse control is about a hundred times more important than any number you might throw at me. Because impulse control is pretty damn important in a long-term relationship. There's all kinds of sexy people out there walking around. There's all kinds of dating apps and social media and YouTube. And there's all kinds of ways that, that modern human beings connect with each other. There's all kinds of temptation. And if you're interested in being in a long-term relationship, or if you're interested in getting married, 
impulse control is really important because we're all going to have moments when we're tempted by the allure of someone new, by having a little risky fling or a little, you know, a little text here and there or sending them a picture or whatever. Most people in relationships at one time or another, especially if you're with someone for 10, 20, 30 years, you're going to have moments of temptation. And if you've made a commitment to monogamy, obviously impulse control is a big issue. It's important have some degree of impulse control and frankly, to expect the same from your partner. So if you're struggling with this question, does my girlfriend's number matter? A few more thoughts on that. Number one, I think the only way really, you can really know who someone is, is to watch their actions over long periods of time. And both of those clauses in that statement are equally important. So number one, pay more attention to their actions over their words. I'm sure you've all heard the, the cliche, actions speak louder than words. It's absolutely true. You know, I can cite a million examples of this, but you probably know it for yourself. Talk is cheap. What people tell you about themselves often doesn't really matter very much, frankly. Sometimes it could be important. Sometimes it could be interesting. Sometimes it can be accurate, in fact, about their character, about their values, about their nature. But if you really want to know who someone is, pay very little attention to what they say Pay attention to what they do. Pay attention to their behavior. And the second clause in that statement, over long periods of time, not over a month, not over six months, not over one year, long periods of time, the longer, the better. If someone is married for 20 years and they're faithful for 20 years, you can trust that behavior way more and what it says about that person's character then you can trust the person who's been dating for six months and has been faithful for six months, right? The longer a track record uh, someone has of consistent behavior, the more this gives you an insight into their true character, their true nature. Now I can hear the objections already. People change, people change all the time, Zach. Of course they do, of course. There's no one you know, gleaning insight that we can look to in someone that will give us the fundamental truth about who they are because human beings are nothing but change. We change all the time. I'm a very different dude speaking to you today than I was, Jesus, I mean, three years ago, needless to say, 10 years ago, I'm a very, very different guy. People change all the time. But if you're interested in risk management in terms of who you invite into your dating life, what you should be looking out for, these things are important. And the more you can look at long periods of time, the longer, the better, that'll give you a better insight into someone's true nature, their true character. So if you're dating a woman and she says that she's interested in a long-term relationship, in monogamy, but she's cheated on say four of her past five boyfriends, or she's been single and living it up for 10 years, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that. I'm saying perhaps this can give you a little more pause and give you more of an opportunity to really reflect on her goals in the present because she's got a track record of a certain kind of behavior that could indicate her values and her likely future behavior. Please note, I said could possibly indicate. I didn't say this is a sure thing because this is not a science, obviously. And every single relationship is a risk. Every person is a risk. There is no such thing as a sure thing when it comes to relationships, when it comes to dating, when it comes to the human heart. As I say endlessly on this channel, and I say this on this channel all the time because a lot of you watching me are, shall we say, more inclined to jealousy, to obsessive thinking. And a lot of us are looking for the sure thing, the sure bet, and it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in investing. 
doesn't exist in love and relationships. It doesn't exist in the world. When we're born, the only thing we know for sure, without any shadow of a doubt, is that we will die. That's literally all we know for sure. And certain other things. We need oxygen, we need shelter, we need food. You know what I mean. There's very, very, very little we can look to in life that is a sure thing. And relationships are sure as hell not a sure thing. And as I often emphasize, you'll drive yourself and others absolutely crazy if you consistently go looking for the sure thing over and over and over again. Every relationship is a risk. Every relationship is a gamble. And at the end of the day, it comes down to what level of risk you are comfortable with while realizing that there will be some degree, some element of risk, regardless of any relationship you enter. On this note, I get a lot of guys asking me, well, not a lot of guys, I get some guys asking me, you know, maybe I should find a virgin. I need to find a virgin woman because that'll solve all my problems. That'll be a more sure thing, a safer bet. Okay, let's say you find some mythical virgin woman because that's what you want. Not judging, that's fine. Who is to say that she won't be inspired in two, five, 10, 15 years to cheat or run away or leave you or, and because she wants to go out and find more experience, right? She's bombarded with messages from the culture all day about Tinder and Bumble and casual sex and hookup culture and sex in the city and all this stuff. She sees that, she gets inspired, and she thinks, I've got no experience. I've got nothing to look back on. How do I know what I really want when I have so little experience? So she goes out and leaves you, you know? Whereas you could be with a woman with a little more experience who has that clarity about who she is and what she really wants and what makes her truly happy. And she values you because she's got something of a history to compare you to. She's got something of a history of other guys that she can compare you to. These are just examples, but you get my point. There's no such thing as a sure thing. And every relationship is a risk, and it really comes down to how much risk you're willing to take on. I know for me, a certain amount of risk I'm willing to take on, it might be different than the risk that you're willing to take on. I know that I'm a risk <laughs> for any woman who I'm dating. There are certainly red flags, red flags with Zach. Uh, I'm under no illusions. I am far from perfect. We're all flawed, we're all imperfect. We all have a past, or at least 99% of us do, and that's okay. That is modern dating in 2021, for better or worse. So if your partner has a certain number that makes you uncomfortable, but she's got a long track record over long periods of time of consistency or relatively consistent behavior, of fidelity, of uh, emotional stability, of maturity, of loyalty, and of impulse control, I think that is much more important than a particular number. And I hope you do too. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.